All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, and we are excited to be joining you live here today. Coach Stephanie and I are going to be talking about our favorite All topic. right, everybody. Thank you uh -oh, for joining us go. today. It is Thursday. All right. It's repeating my voice. Anyway. <laughs> Love it. So we are going to be talking about poop today, not a very big subject that a lot of people like to talk about, but it's something that is very near and dear to mine and Stephanie's hearts. Um, we both have had problems with this and didn't know it until I spoke about it out loud one time, embarrassed as all could be. But then Stephanie was like, oh my gosh. And I realized that it wasn't just Stephanie and I, it's a lot of people that deal with poor poop. So, so many. Um, <laughs> I want to start off today by just telling you quickly about my story. Um, I never, ever, that from when I can remember, went to the bathroom on a daily consistent basis all the way up through my late 20s. Um, I remember being in high school and going once a week and thinking that that was normal. Um, I remember like having gut issues and stomach issues but never really correlated anything tied to food or poor digestion. And honestly, who was talking about poop? I just figured going once a week was what everybody did. Um, and it wasn't until I really started down my health journey that I started hearing other people's stories about how it is actually really dangerous to be only going one to two times a week. And there's so many toxins that are built up in our body when we're not releasing um, and having bowel movements every day. Part of the problem why I was feeling like such crap all the time, no pun intended, was because I was not going and, and just not getting rid of the toxins in my body. And so it was probably in my early 30, early to mid 30s that I started realizing that this was not normal and that I needed to do something about it. And started down the journey of figuring out what the reason was and what steps I could take to really help um, just get my digestive system and my bowel cycle on a more consistent and normal basis. So um, I remember having friends who would go two to three times a day and I was so like just envious of them. How do you do that? Um, so I know Stephanie, you had a similar situation. Why don't you just give us a little kickoff of it on what you dealt with when it comes to bowel movements? Yeah. So, um, I was kind of the same way. I, I don't even know when it started. I can't go back to where the once a week issue started. Um, but I can tell you that I went in for a regular routine doctor visit. Um, and they usually ask you about that kind of stuff. How's your poop? You know, how often do you go? And I told her that sometimes it would be five, six, seven days. And she's like, well, you should be going more than that. If you get past day three or four, take some stool softeners. So of course this is, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to call out that doctor. I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but that is just what they're trying to do. They aren't asking why, why are you only going once a week? Like that is not normal. That's not okay. You're not eliminating. You're not getting rid of toxins just take a stool softener. Like here's a medication, um, get it over the counter. So, um, at that time I thought that was normal. And then when I had started everything with the, um, the when changing my diet and then talking to you when you brought it up, which it is an, an uncomfortable subject, but everybody poops. Isn't there a book about it? Everybody poops. It's something we do every day. 
Um, it should not be taboo. It is a huge part of our health. And once I found out from you, when you said that's not normal, we've got to fix this. We got to heal your gut. It wasn't like, well, just take a stool softener. If it's been three or four days, like how did, how did this become our normal now where our medical doctors are telling us three or four days, you could probably go. And if you haven't gone by then take a stool softener, no, I needed to heal my gut. I needed to fix myself. I needed to find out why that was happening. I needed to find out what was going on with my poop and my digestion. So, um, this has been a huge area of mine that has done a complete 180. Um, thanks to you, Maria and digging into, um, my issues and everybody's issues are different. Um, I needed to be taking magnesium personally, um, juice plus huge factor, um, with, with helping and healing my gut. Um, another thing that you may want to consider is to have a stool test done. Um, you know, I can't tell you which doctor to go to. I can't give you medical advice, but I can tell you that I went to see a functional medicine practitioner that ordered a stool test. I did have to pay out of pocket. It was a little expensive, but I found out I had zero prebiotics in my gut. None. How would I have ever known that without doing the, the test? And yes, my elimination got better. Um, The consistency of it got better because when you're going once a week, once you go, it hurts and it's big and it's hard and it's nasty and it should look like a snake. It should not be hard, you know, hard to get out. You shouldn't be straining. Um, I'm trying to pull up right now. Yeah. Uh, A picture of it, but my computer is not playing well. So we can keep chatting about it, but I'll pull it up so people can see. Okay. Uh, I will tell you too, like, you know, working with a lot of kids, I am blown away by the amount of doctors that tell parents, have them take Miralax on the daily. Like, I don't think people understand Miralax is not, any of those are not supposed to be taken on the daily for more than a little bit at a time. They're there, even if you read the label, it says just to take, you know, for a short period of time. And some doctors are recommending children are on this stuff on the daily. And guys, please know, I, I can't give medical advice either, but I'm telling you, there are healthier options and ways. And like Stephanie said, don't just band-aid it. Find out why. You want to know why most kids are constipated? It's because they have zero nutrients in their diet. They probably have zero prebiotics because what kid is eating prebiotic foods? And 75% of most kids diet is processed food. There's no prebiotics. There's no probiotics. There's nothing in those foods. So our kids are clogged up and they're stuffed up and they're filled with toxins, which is chemically hurting their brains, making it hard for them to concentrate in school. Want to know why we have brain fog as women in our forties? It's not because it's normal. It's because we have so much toxins and our brain is not able to work properly. So my heart is, I mean, us as adults, we can do whatever we want to do. Right. But my heart is really for these children and parents are going to doctors and they're trusting what they're saying. And really, I just encourage you get to the reason why it's happening. Don't bandaid it, you know? And, and, uh, something important to remember if there is an imbalance in your gut, 
Um, it's a burden on your physiology and your other organs and glands. So if your digestion and your prebiotics and probiotics are not balanced out, it can affect so many other areas of your life and your body. So, um, you know, throwing one little thing at somebody for an issue that they're having and not getting down to the root cause and trying to fix it with food first, which is always what we say, you know, it can be, it can be fixed with food. Um, a lot of the time, not, of course, not all the time. Um, but food first, we always want to try food first and when in doubt, treat the gut. There it is. There we go. All right. So Everybody watching, if you're listening on Spotify, you can't see this, but I encourage you head over to our YouTube channel, bringing healthy back and take a look at this graphic, right? Because, um, screenshot it. If you're looking, if you guys want it sent to your phone message, Stephanie or I, and we will send you this graphic, but this is what the different types of poop look like. And where do we want to be? Stephanie. Right in the middle there. I was a poet and didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. So it's three, four, you know, that's where we want to, we want to be right in there. The four is, you know, probably the best, like I said, like a snake. Um, but yeah, three, four is totally, totally good. Totally normal. And then as you can see the ones before and after it, um, if you're, you know, passing, the first one, like the balls, um, you're constipated. You might not think that you are because something's coming out, but that, that's not, that's not where you want to be. You want to see why that's happening and try and, and try and get to the problem. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, hopefully you guys were able to, to screenshot this again, just reach out to us if you want a picture of it. It's just something good to have. Bring it out at a party, you know, how's your poop? How's it going? We should have a poop party. Let's do a poop party. Let's examine everyone's poop. <laughs> what we do. We love to talk about it. Uh, so yeah. um, when I was first starting my journey and, and obviously using food to heal, but man, when you're healing your gut, it takes a little bit. It's not going to happen, you know, in a couple of days. So sometimes you do need a little boost. And I, like you, um, was magnesium deficient, which I think like 75% of people are magnesium deficient. Magnesium is there's over, I think eight different types of magnesium. So not all magnesiums are for constipation, but one product that I found, um, that helped me a lot, helped me with two things, helped me get, um, my bowel cycles under control, but it also helped me sleep better. So if you have a child that, um, is hard to get to sleep or you yourself are hard to fall asleep. And you also are being, um, having trouble going to the bathroom. This helped me with both. I was able to fall asleep better and I was able to wake up and have a bowel movement within about an hour of waking up. So this is, you can get this pretty much anywhere. This, uh oh, um, the screen is like, okay. Um, but this is magnesium carbonate, um, two teaspoons or 325 milligrams. I usually just do a tablespoon of this in water and it's more than enough for me. Um, 
and I don't really use it much at all anymore, but this is like in those moments where I've had gluten unexpectedly, didn't mean to immediately my stomach gets hard and I have a really hard time going to the bathroom. That's one thing I forgot to say all of my years, what I felt after eating gluten, I always thought was normal. So like the tightening in my gut, um, not being able to go to the bathroom, this was just normal life for me. I never attributed it to gluten because I didn't have celiac. I, I was not like intolerant. I didn't think to gluten, but then once I took gluten out, I realized that that was a side effect of eating gluten. Me not being able to go to the bathroom, having a hard tummy, feeling like a rock hard in my stomach. So sometimes I'll go out and I will say that I'm gluten-free, but lo and behold, they'll feed me something that has some sort of gluten in it and I'll feel it immediately. And what I do is that night, I just take some of this before I go to bed and I'm fine the next morning. Um, but this is not supposed to be an everyday product. We want to get your gut, like Stephanie was saying. So why don't you talk a little bit about the prebiotic? Because like I said, with our diets being as crazy as they are, I think a lot of people are not getting prebiotics because they're, they're hard to get. So what are some things that you use to get those prebiotics in and maybe explain what prebiotics are? Cause I'm not sure everybody knows what they are. Um, well, the, the, what was, I guess you want to say prescribed it's available on Amazon. It's, it's not an actual prescription, but what my doctor told me to take, it's called Heather's tummy fiber. And it is a, it is a prebiotic. Um, the difficult thing with recommending or suggesting things like that is I couldn't start taking the prebiotics until I took some other supplements to start getting some other things in balance. So just going out there and buying probiotics and prebiotics and magnesium and doing all of these things without really knowing what your gut needs, it is difficult. The um, Heather's tummy fiber is very gentle. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Um, again, I can't give you medical advice, but I'm pretty sure that it's safe for most people. It's, it's gentle. Um, it's not thick. You just mix it in a little bit of water. I use it with my lemon water, my warm lemon water every morning. Um, it's just became a part of my routine. Um, I think I were originally was supposed to have, it, uh, twice a day and I just have it once in the morning. So, um, and I'm going to be on that for the rest of my life. It's something that you can take every day. You can take it forever. It's not a, a stool softener. It is fiber, um, but it dissolves easily. It doesn't get thick. There's no taste to it. You could put it in a smoothie. I just drink it in the water. You can't even taste it. It's um, phenomenal. But so I know prebiotics are the food though. Like for people who don't know what prebiotics are, it's the food that feeds the good bacteria that our gut needs. So a lot of times what's happening is the good bacteria is starving in our gut and it's not being fed, but guess what is being fed the bad bacteria. And guess what feeds that sugar <laughs> and all the bad stuff, processed food. So what happens overwhelmingly, if your diet is high in processed food, high in sugar is the bad bacteria starts taking over the good bacteria gets pushed to the backside and it just hangs out while all this bad stuff is going on. So by getting a prebiotic or eating prebiotic foods like kimchi, which, you know, what kids are going to have kimchi, but um, sauerkraut, fermented foods, 
bananas are even prebiotic foods. If you can look things up that maybe your kids will eat, start giving it to them as much as possible and get those good bacteria strong and ready to fight and get rid of the bad bacteria. Cause that's one of the biggest causes of an unbalanced gut. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting too, that you mentioned that, um, around 75% of people are deficient in magnesium because 70% of Americans have some type of digestive related symptoms or disease. So, um, coincidence, I don't know, maybe, (laughs) maybe (laughs) I knew nothing about magnesium. I didn't. So I, yeah, I would let, I want to shout that from the rooftops because I had absolutely no idea. Again, something my primary care doctor never mentioned to me. And to no fault of their own, they're just not taught this. Like they're taught, you know, different approaches. And, and so it's not like they have the information and they're keeping it away from people. They just honestly don't have the information. And so that's why I love to see practices that have, you know, like a pediatrician and a health coach and a dietitian all working in synergy together, man, that's the future. If we could put Mm -hmm. down our egos and all work together and help each other out. Like to me, that's a perfect office right there, right? Cause you have yeah. a little bit of, of knowledge. You know, the other thing about magnesium is like my kids, they play sports and they're always achy and sore. Ma- magnesium is great for soreness of muscles. Like when they get home, I'm always telling them, take a couple magnesium, it'll help with the sore muscles. So magnesium, like I said, there's eight different types. You have to kind of research what one is going to be best for you, but magnesium is awesome. I love it. But the prebiotics to your point are just as important when we're dealing with gut health issues. And then I know you have dealt with probiotics a lot. Um, I was on a probiotic journey for, for quite a while when I started this. Um, once I got my gut health under control, I stepped away from taking probiotics because I felt like um, I was good, but probiotics are what they're, what do they do? Um, they help to fight the bad bacteria. Right. Right. So that's where the balance comes in. Why you need a balance of the probiotics and the prebiotics, um, or, you know, prebiotic probiotics. Um, they are both fighting to keep your gut the healthiest that it can be. And if you are lacking one or the other, or have, you know, more than one or the other, and there's an imbalance, like I said, it can just cause um, issues with your other organs and, and glands. Yeah. It's never, you know, like you have a heart specialist, you have a lung specialist, you have, you know, whatever liver, all these different, but it's never just that one issue. I find like with people, it's never just ADHD, right? It's like they have ADHD symptoms but there's a whole bunch of stuff going on over here that's a, making those symptoms more intense. And as you get things under control, those symptoms like tend to like soften, sometimes even go away. So like when somebody just looks at one thing, that's what scares me. It's never just one thing with our bodies. It's so important that people realize that. Everything works together. Everything works together. And another reason why like both you and I are advocates for getting stuff from food because vitamins, minerals, um, all the stuff we get from food, they work in center. Like God made it perfect. He knew what he was doing when he was making spinach. He knew what he was doing when he was making strawberries, right? Cause 
He put things all packed in there to work in synergy with each other so that our body would absorb and do with it what it needs to do. When we take isolated vitamins, isolated minerals, it doesn't work as well. So get it from whole food, which is why we both love juice plus. Yeah. Yep. Talk a little bit about your um, gut health and how it improved when you started taking juice plus. I know that was a big thing for you. Well, first of all, I would like to say that you had mentioned earlier that it's not like an overnight process. And I do remember having a couple different conversations where it, it was definitely gradual and it took months. And I remember you telling me to be patient, um, that it could take up to six months and it gradually started getting better for me. Like as I went along, um, I'd go, you know, a few more times a week to the point where I got to where I was going every day. So I started with the magnesium, um, and then I didn't get on the juice plus wagon for a few months. Um, but once I started that, as the time was going by, everything just started working properly. And I started, I'm completely regular now. I never in a million years would have thought that that was even possible for me. Um, there's just people that tell you once a week is normal. Um, because so many people, like if enough people are doing something, it becomes normal. Right. So then once all of our guts became so out of whack with all of this processed food and McDonald's became normal and bread became normal and pasta became normal and, and sugar and cereal and all of this junk garbage became our normal diet, which then caused everyone to go once a week. And that became normal. It's just not, it's not normal. So, yeah. um, such a good point. My, such a good point. Yes. Yeah. Flooding my body with all of those fruits and vegetables, getting 30 fruits and vegetables from my juice plus my gut just thanked me a million times and it does every day. Yeah. I, and, and that's very important, not for just as adults, but for kids. I love that Juice Plus does where when an adult orders, they get their kids for free, either the gummy chewables or the capsules, which you can open up and dump into a smoothie for the kids. Um, it just, it allows for the whole family to get flooded with fruits, vegetables, um, and nutrition and it not break the bank for one. It's very affordable. But two, I mean, the cool part about it is like you got, you're eating lemon peels, you're eating the core of an apple. We as adults don't do that. And kids aren't going to do that. But when they're eating juice plus they're getting all of that because it's pulverized and in there and the variety every day of over 30 fruits and vegetables and berries. I mean, you just, you wouldn't eat that in a daily basis. So and there, things that. That there are things, there are berries and fruits and things in there that I don't even know if they exist at a grocery, like the black currants and yeah. there's things that we don't consume. Even if I were to eat 15 fruits and vegetables a day, it wouldn't include some of the things that are in juice plus. Yeah. Um, so that's another huge factor for me with that is like, I love my fruits and vegetables. I do eat real whole foods and I eat a lot of them and I incorporate them into to my life as much as I possibly can but there are things out there that I just don't eat because I yeah. don't know where to find them or don't know how to cook with them or wouldn't eat a, you know, whatever it is, whatever type of berry. It yeah. Is. And a lot of times they're just not even available. 
right? Because they're out of season and in the way that juice plus grows everything, they have their own farms, they grow it in areas where they will get optimal ripeness and optimal nutrition. They pick it at just the right time and they cold press it so that nothing gets lost. Diabetics can take it. You know, a lot of diabetics or keto people can't have certain fruits and vegetables because it spikes their carb or their ketones nothing you can take juice plus nothing and you just get all the nutrients out of it so it's a really cool product i really really love it um i know stephanie loves it and a lot of my clients that are on it feel the same way it just helps with not only gut health but just overall micronutrient levels getting your deficiencies up where they need to be um overall can't say enough if you guys are interested in wanting any more information just reach out to stephanie or and i and we can send you a video or we can even send you samples. Um, we can do that through the mail or drop it off if you're local. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about real fast is one thing that's fun. We had a fun event last night. I don't know if people realize that we can come and do events in houses and talk to people about nutrition and supplementation and sleep. You want another big one that you and I love to talk about. Um, we can do parties like wine and wellness. We've done what the smoothie Sundays parties, um, salad in a jar. So yeah. we've done some really fun events together. And if anybody is ever interested in hosting one at your house, Stephanie and I would love to come and mm -hmm. help plan it for you. Just get some either couples together or ladies together and just have like a wonderful event and hang out with healthy people, anything to be bringing healthy back. Right. Yes. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's time for fellowship and um, learning from other people and sharing things that we love, sharing products that we love, um, sharing hacks, biohacks that we love. Um, I just get, I'm very, I get very fulfilled when I do these events. Yeah. It's so nice to be around people who are, have the same mission, the same goals in mind, and just really wanting to make healthy changes. And if you're out of state, that's okay too. We do them on zoom. Um, you can still have some fun with the ladies via zoom. So don't let that stop you from reaching out. But um, do you got anything else on poop or? I think we covered it all. I think so too. This is a good one. I hope people feel like they can talk about it and reach out to either you or I to talk more in depth about it. That's what we're here for. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you next Thursday.